Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Laura. And I'm Dr. Elena. And you are listening to your friendly neighborhood pediatricians, a podcast where we discuss all things pediatrics and parenting, because as moms and pediatricians, we know that raising children can be hard, hilarious, and everything in between. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. Adding a new baby to the family can be such a joyous time, but it can also be a time full of transition, especially for older children in the family. So back when I was on maternity leave, Dr. Elena and I got together to talk about what to expect when adding a new baby to the family, what are some of the emotions your older children may be feeling, how to prepare them, and how to help them through that transition. Um, So we hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please let us know if you have any questions. So how are you? How are you feeling? Right now we're feeling good. We're, you know, just dealing with what we're going to talk about today, having yeah. a new sibling. And How's he doing with the baby? Because that's always the hardest is like the big sibling who suddenly gets dethroned. Oh my gosh. So I thought that, I mean, this will be interesting because you've been like to talk about this because you've been through this multiple times now and this is our first time. And, like, Mm -hmm. I always talk to my patients about it, like, okay, this is the advice, Mm -hmm. you know, that I give you and certain things to anticipate and things to do. And it's just very interesting to go through it yourself. So I thought because Robbie was older, because he's going to be four in October, I thought that maybe it would be a little bit easier as opposed to, you know, them being, like, you know, two years apart or something. But it has been hard. Yeah. So, you know, it's so interesting that you're saying that because we, we have been through it, you know, twice and our, our oldest was almost two when our second was born. So Mm -hmm. she was born mid December and his birthday is the end of December. So he was, you know, he turned two like right after we got home from the hospital and I actually thought it was easier because with the younger ones with the younger one yeah because he didn't understand and he also yeah. didn't really you know understand or feel that sort of loss because he was barely two so it was a lot more work i think because mm-hmm. um he was you know a baby he was definitely still in diapers he was still mm-hmm. you know needed to be fed like it was a lot more hands on work But Mm -hmm. in terms of him adapting to having the sibling, I thought it was actually a lot easier because he, uh, you know, just kind of accepted it. And it's interesting because, you know, I had people tell me, like, it's great. Like, he'll never remember a time without his sibling because I had a lot of guilt about, like, dethroning him. Like, Oh, my gosh. that Oh, that was, like, yeah. The weeks leading up to delivery, you start to, like, really feel that guilt. Yep. Yeah. That, like, I'm never going to have this. And he was so young that I was like, he's never even going to remember this, like these, Mm -hmm. he's this time that we had where it was just us, um, with our baby, you know, they were, she was born in September. So they were almost three and almost five. And I think it's been a little bit tougher, um, because, you know, with the oldest, it was fine. So he he kind of accepted it. He'd been through it, you know. He yeah, yeah he'd been through it before. He was like, like okay. he, yeah, he's like, I don't really care that much. Um, but with with our second, it was definitely harder. Um, 
and it continues to be hard because I think that she, you know, feels very much in the middle. So she, yeah. you know, we've been doing all this stuff with Danny going or with our first going to a kindergarten and then with the baby. And she just sometimes gets sort of lost in the shuffle, unfortunately. And she also has very big emotions and is very, um, like, I need everything right now. Very toddler. Very three. Yeah. She's yeah. definitely oh, three nature. Three is the hardest. I think so three hard. is one of the hardest. so hard. Three is one of the hardest ages. It really is. And it's funny because our oldest didn't really do much of that. Like, he did a little acting out, I think, before the baby was born. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, our middle one, she's been totally, like, like she was a terrible two. And now she's <laughs> such a three-nager. And I imagine she's going to be, like, you know, whatever they call the four-year-olds. Like, yeah. she, just has a, she has a strong personality. and She knows what she wants. So she's – it's been harder for her. And I think, yeah, you know, it's that pull of – she wants to be the baby, but she wants to be a big girl and she doesn't know. So it's been hard. I mean, we, you know, with our oldest did a lot of like reading books and luckily he went to a daycare where one of his, it's an in-home. So they have, you know, much less kids, but also a bunch of different ages. So one of his like same aged kids, actually they just got a baby sibling not long before our second so like he kind of was like oh it's a baby it's like you know so and so like I get it um which really really helped but you know I for for us it was a lot of you know yeah he was involved in picking things and reading books and but it's yeah it's a challenge it is not yeah I mean like you said yeah I think one thing I always tell parents is trying to talk to them about it beforehand, like you did with your oldest and like reading books or talking to them about baby and letting them know what to anticipate. And I think one of the hardest things for my son, since he's almost four is, you know, you tell the, you tell the older kids, you know, there's going to be a new baby. They're going to take, you know, they're not going to be able to play or talk. They're mostly going to eat, sleep and cry Uh (laughs) at first which is hard because he wants to play with the baby so bad and then doesn't understand why he can't, you know, play with them the way he would play with a kid that's older and maybe be a little rougher. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And also like, you know, talking to them about how they're going to take more of mommy's time. And that's definitely been hard because he's so used to being an only child. Yep. Um, And I can definitely tell there's times where he's acting out more because I'm, I'm feeding the baby. One of the things he started to do that was interesting is whenever my whenever I would say like oh it's time to feed the baby or like my husband would say like oh I think she's hungry Uh he would he would run up to my like nursery glider the rocking chair that I feed her in and go sit in it first Uh because he wants he he either didn't want me to feed her or he you know wants to be right there with you Right. That was definitely interesting. It's 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 challenging. I think the the breastfeeding element of it is is an added challenge because yeah. um you know, our oldest was kind of the same like he would come and climb into my lap as I'm trying to nurse you know, the mm-hmm. baby and it was you're just like, okay, but when you're nursing like you're the only one who can do it I know you can't say okay like I'm gonna pass him to dad and he's gonna feed him this time and yeah 
And it's been so, an interesting thing because for us, we're I'm exclusively pumping with our third. Mm-hmm. And I think that has also helped a little bit with the, the adaptation because dad can give a, the bottle. Yeah. So I will, you know, pump and give daddy the bottle and he feeds the baby and I take care of the other two, which actually yeah. makes, I think, it helped sort of continue a bit of our routine normal routine before. yeah, yeah. Um, not that I necessarily recommend it because it is a lot of work but you yeah. know if if that's kind of how your life rolls out then yeah. then it uh then it, it's an added benefit right yeah um, sure yeah we did definitely a lot just like you a lot of talking of like you know there's a baby in mommy's belly and that baby's gonna come out and we're going to have a new sibling and being a big sibling is so, mm-hmm. you know, important. Um, we have to be gentle. We have to, you know, everything nice and soft and quiet. Um, and, but we definitely had that. Our middle one would throw things into the crib. You know, oh, yeah. baby wants stuffed animals. And like, there'd be like a pile of lovies. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, no. She can't sleep with those yet. And then yep. why? Because they're not safe. Why? Because why? Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, we've had that and like trying to talk about gentle touch. And then mm. one thing I've been doing with breastfeeding is like either letting him letting him sit there with me because he wants to be a part of it. Um and he's even asked if he can burp her. Oh, um, I know. He's like, can That's I do really that cute. instead of you? Because he wants to be a part of it so bad. And, you know, another part of it is like, you know, they want to help out. And sometimes getting them incorporated to help can ease that transition. But the other thing that sometimes I'll tell parents that I've done with him a little bit is like when I'm going to feed the baby, maybe have like some special toys that they can play with. That's like, oh, when mom's feeding the baby, you get to play with these like cool blocks or something. Mm-hmm. Just so it's like, oh, I get to do this, you know, something that's special too. But I've right. also just been kind of like cuddling him next to me because he just wants to like be there and feel like he's right part of it and letting him burp the baby. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I mean, I, I get asked a lot too, you know, we see babies for their newborn visits and I always ask how big sibling is doing and the parents, you know, will, will say great or not great or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and then I would say, you know, jealousy is totally normal. They're totally normal their sense of where they fit into this dynamic has totally been uprooted and they need to find a new normal. And, you know, I'm a big advocate of individual time with the kids and then as a family. Mm -hmm. So figuring out a way that, excuse me, that mom can still have some quality time with the kiddo, even if it's just like maintaining that bedtime routine or maintaining, you know, that they're the ones that make dinner or feed them dinner or whatnot. Um, even if that means having the baby wait. And so it's this idea where yeah. you like, you know, our instinct is to say like, oh, the baby's crying. Let's, I got to take care of the baby. I need to go right away. Yeah. Right. And I mean, that makes sense. Like when our babies cry, like it makes, at least it makes me like super antsy. Um, yeah. But, but, you like know, saying instinct. like, saying like, okay, like I'll change you first and then I'll take care of the baby so that they still feel like they're a priority. Um yeah. I think is so important. I I read somewhere real in, in recently, you know, this idea of not blaming the baby, of rephrasing yes. what we have to say so that oh, it's I not have like been doing that so much with my husband. Like, to, like we've been trying to work together to be like, okay, we can't mm-hmm. say no, mommy can't do that because she has to 
feed Mary now. Instead, it's right. mommy, you know, trying to rephrase it of, oh, that sounds so fun. Um, let's do that in 10 minutes or, you know, just trying to like yep. change it. So it's not always blaming the baby. Yep. And it's, 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 t- and it, when I read that, I realized how often I would say that, even if it's minor, mm-hmm. you know, I got to change this diaper. I got to make this bottle. Yeah. You know, she needs to go down for her nap. Um, but, you know, doing that so that they don't fe- so that they don't resent the baby, right? There's enough changes. Yeah. But I think this idea of maintaining routine and giving everyone their own time is really important as everyone establishes their new, whatever their new normal is, you know, which takes a while as well. Oh yeah. I feel like we're just kind of getting into our new normal, you know, six weeks later with baby. Mm -hmm. But I think what you mentioned of like having that special time has been so important. And I always mention that to parents and it's kind of even, you know, adjusting to a new sibling, but even just toddler behavior in general, like if they're tantruming one day, you know, just everything you do, they're falling apart, breaking down. I usually tell parents like my quick little 10 minute miracle of like, when kids are having, you know, if they're stressed, or they're having a bad day, or they're having a hard time coping with something, they don't know how to say like, hey, I've had a hard day. You know, can you be with me? They just start to act out. So what you know my the 10 10 minute miracle I always tell parents what I've been trying to do these days with my four-year-old is if you just sit down and give them your undivided attention and play whatever game they want to play with whatever toy or whatever coloring or anything they want to do for 10 minutes many times it totally you'll start to see a change and you know their their acting out will lessen a little bit or their demeanor will change just with having that one-on-one undivided attention even if it's just for 10 minutes so I've been trying to do a lot of that too yeah that's it's so true we were I was actually talking about that with my husband our our middle one was you know in fine form she's getting was beginning there lots of tantrums lots of (laughs) you know yelling and um, and then she got sick and had to stay home a couple days from school. Mm-hmm. And so she got, uh, no, she was fine. It was like, anyway, it was a whole thing, but, yeah. um, but she was fine. And so she got it, you know, a whole day with dad and then a whole day with me. And after that, her, it all got better. Her tantrums got less. She was way more willing to like talk about what she was, you know, feeling. And I told yeah. my husband, I was like, I think it's just, Again, when you have, you know, more than one kid, someone, someone gets lost in the shuffle yeah. at any, at any point. And so having yeah. those, those moments where it's just focused on that one kid can really make yeah. such a difference. In addition to like the acting out, something we have definitely seen that I always warn my patients of that I'm curious if you had with your kids was regressions and the regressions I've been seeing um, with my son are interesting. So I mentioned, you know, how he wants to help burp the baby, but then often now he asks me to burp him after he eats. Oh, <laughs> he asks me to burp him. Or if we, um, we started letting, you know, they'll take a bath together where we have baby sister in her baby bath in the tub. And then there's just like, a tiny bit of water in the tub where he can sit in there because mm-hmm. he wants to be a part of it. Again, they want to feel like they're a part of things. They want right. to, whether that's like helping or being able to do things with you. And so after we finish 
washing baby sister and she gets out he wants to sit in her baby bath the way she does I know and I've just been going with it you know because it's it's not bad um and then you know in terms of other regressions in the beginning we had some difficulties with bedtime and we're still having some difficulties from you know time to time with bedtime just because he wants to you know wondering why can't I sleep in your room if the baby sleeps in your room or um, and we've had he's been fully potty trained for a while we've had a couple you know accidents here and there and one thing I always remind parents is like these regressions are normal and it's important not to you know get mad at them or say like you're supposed to be a big kid you're not a baby you know and so we've been trying to, you know, when he has an accident, say, it's okay, change our pants real quick and just try to keep an eye on him more often if we're doing the pee-pee dance. And, right. Um, but it's definitely been interesting to see different behaviors that come out, like him wanting to kind of assume the role of the baby um, like his sister. So I don't know if you saw any of that with your kids. You know, so not so I was expecting the big like either potty regressions and like any of that sort of stuff um and we haven't seen any of those big ones which is great but my my middle kiddo definitely was a lot more like you know like Bobby so you know she wanted a bottle or she would like take her her baby doll bottle and like want to drink from it she wanted us to feed her she wanted us to like rock her and carry her around and you know and a lot of these things even even still now you know she'll just be like hold me carry me yeah yeah and part of me is like I don't know if that's just how she is um which is very possible um and then definitely more you know acting out um but I it's been less than I expected I actually kind of expected her to be like I'm not a baby anymore and like drop the diapers and drop the crib and just be like I'm done I'm a big girl you know I'm not a baby um, yeah but we haven't seen that either unfortunately um, <laughs> <It's time. sighs> hopefully diapers are expensive I yeah. know oh my gosh <laughs> I know I know um the uh, <laughs> one of the other things and this is funny so like talking about advice I give parents I tried to follow most of the advice I give parents, but there's definitely one thing I did not do um, that I will say back- backfired a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I always tell parents like no big changes close to baby's arrival. Right. So we made sure to change. Robbie was going to move into a new room, a bigger room, and we were going to move the new baby, you know, into the nursery. So he was moving right. out of the nursery. And we, we did that months and months in advance. So there's been no issue with that. There's been no like jealousy. This is my room or, you know, he's been in his new room and his big boy bed for quite some time. So that was a smooth transition, but we just with the way things work timing wise had to change childcare situations. Mm -hmm. Um, So sister was born mid July and we had to transition to new childcare the first week of August. Um, so it was not ideal timing. It's just the way things worked out because his, he was in in home daycare as well. And his daycare provider who we just love, she's become family um, to us. She's retiring. So we had to transition childcare situations and that has been rough. So we have also seen a lot of kind of acting out and abnormal behaviors from him, even emotions that we don't usually see from him, like anger Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just, he's 
he's usually a kid that doesn't cry that much, but just like way more tearful or even anger. I think just transitioning to this new situation because it just was too much at once. Yep. So I'm feeling a little bit of mom guilt over that, but I know, you know, things are already getting well, better. It's already been like a month and yeah, and there's definitely backfired a little bit. <laughs> well, and you know, it's, that's actually great. That's great advice. Like the, the keep the changes to a minimal yeah. um, really does help. And so that's been a big thing for us. Cause we, you know, we're thinking, you know, potty training or transitioning cribs and all that stuff. And we just have like, didn't do any of it because I was like, I don't want to throw things further into chaos. Yeah. Um, but though, but you know, the other changes are things you don't think about, like, you know, changing daycare or, mm-hmm. you know, even the situation of, you know, things changing at daycare. So like, you know, we had like a new classroom or, Right. So like in our daycare for my oldest, his, his like buddy who had been there for the whole time, like they pulled him to send him to a, a formal pre-K mm. um, about three weeks before the baby was born. And so then all mm. of a sudden he was just like, I don't want to go to school. Like I hate everything. Yeah, his friend wasn't there. That's hard. And that friend was like a, a comfort, you know, a com- right. comfort for him. It's, the, it's the routine. I mean, my kiddos yeah. have been at the same school with the same people since they were three, four months old. Yeah. Um, And so for them, changes there are very, you know, hard. big and impactful. Yeah. It's interesting because we always talk a lot about transition for our kids, but for parents, yeah. it's a big transition too, right? Oh, yeah you know, you've moved on to whatever stage your big kid is or your big kids are. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you, you're back to having a baby and not mm-hmm. sleeping. And, you know, the dynamics between you and your kids change and you and your spouse change. And it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, I'm, I'm well, one absolutely. of four and I'm amazed that my mom did it this often. Cause I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot. I know. It's a I lot know. of change. I know I'm amazed at some of the women in my family because my mother and my grandmother had lots of kids. Yeah. And I was like, how did you do it? Tell me your secret. <laughs> I think for me, one of the things that has been the best about having, you know, more than one kids is seeing them, them make those bonds. Cause yeah. you know, I had three siblings. I love them. They're, you know, my favorite people. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing my kids make those relationships I yeah, has been so special has been so special yeah how just how they love each other and how they mm-hmm. you know are becoming people together mm-hmm. it's, it's just it's been really it's really cool yeah that's awesome I love that well any other advice that you have for parents trying to have time for yourself is real important I think yeah for us with our first you know we weren't the best at carving out that time mm-hmm. so that we made it a priority once we had more than one. Cause you have less well, it's time. Hard Cause it's like the first time you're going through this newborn stage right. you know, and just right. trying to figure it all out. And I feel like there's a lot more guilt with the first one because like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you don't know with, with the second and on, like you, you didn't break the first one. So I think, mm-hmm hopefully most moms are a bit more kind to themselves. Um, But carving out that time where like 
you get some quiet without the kids, right? Either mm-hmm. when they're mm-hmm. asleep or in the morning where you have some time, you know, for you and ideally yeah. for you and your spouse as well so that you can stay, you know, human. Yeah, stay and- connected. And also that's so important too because it's easy to become stressed and get overwhelmed with, you know, the care of the kids. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to kind of maintain that bond because I also think it helps you work better as a team, as parents. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Thanks for joining us today. Remember that you can find us on Instagram at YFNPeds. Please feel free to leave us a message if there are any topics that you would like us to discuss. See you next time.